This is the Milo Beasley Show. This is the Milo Beasley Show. There's only one thing you need to know. This is the Milo Beasley Show. And now, here's your host, Milo Beasley. And welcome to the Milo Beasley Show. I'm so excited for our guest today. Luckily, we can talk about her. Please help me welcome at this time. You know her as the voice of Dolores from Disney's Encanto. Please help me welcome Adasa. How are you doing today? I am so excited to be here. I still can't believe it. This is a dream come true. I mean, you, you have to be so busy. Very busy. Like a nope. moment, every moment is like very well calculated to make sure I make it everywhere I need to be on time. Imagine it has been three times on the Billboard Hot 100s consecutively. We don't talk about Bruno. It's incredible. It's uh, absolutely. And I want to talk real quick. So you just celebrated your birthday, right? I did. I did just celebrate my birthday. It was the best birthday present ever. <laughs> yeah. So what, 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 did, what did you do? I went to a Mexican restaurant. My husband's Mexican. And so even though I'm Colombian, kids always love having some Mexican food when I'm not cooking Colombian. And then the kids gave me the greatest gift a parent could ever have. Silence. It was sleep. <laughs> Silence <laughs> and sleep, which is perfect. Exactly. Those two together. It becomes harmony. It's gorgeous. <laughs> Uh, again, I, I want to say congratulations on Thank Encanto, you. nominated for an Academy Award. So, if if Encanto wins, do you get? Do the, are they going to give the cast all little? I don't, you know what? I I w I hope so. It would be great. I don't care if mine's like a pop up. I'd be like, here's my pop up Academy Award. Where would I you? Where would, shelf. I put it I was in my purse. Say, where would you put it? Oh, in your just would, in your purse. I would. You could just I'd just pop be it like, out. Oh, I need to pay for this. Oh, by the way, there it is. <laughs> I love it. So were you a, prior to Encanto, were you a big Disney fan? Always. I mean, oh. the film that did it for me that I wanted to be a singer was The Little Mermaid. When I heard Part of Your World and Jody Benson do that song so magically, I was like, that's what I want to do. Now, when I met my husband, he was a producer for Sony and Universal. He was like, I love that dream of Disney, but why don't we go get you signed as an artist? And I was like, okay. And, uh, you know, because of my roots being Colombian and I love reggaeton and I loved, you know, tropical music and also the American side of my, of my music, we just kind of fused it all together. And, and then I took off and I did things with Snoop and Flo Rider and, and Daddy Yankee and Luis Fonsi. And that dream of Disney kind of went on the shelf. And now I can't believe it, that it still came true. It's full, full circle. So I have to, obviously you're, you're a fantastic singer, but whispering is one thing. Singing is another. I, I tried it this morning and it, I just couldn't do How did you, how did you <laughs> fuse those two together so well? When we were in Miami for a vacation, we had worked on, my husband and I had worked on a song called Porque No Yo, where I was testing new sounds of my voice because the voice is an instrument, you know, really it's right. however way you want to say it, you can do whatever you want with it. So I was testing some things out and I was like, I want to do something more intimate. Like, and I tried this rap in Spanish and, and it's called Porque No Yo, the song. Hablame claro, dime por qué acabo. And that's what I tried. And I was like, that's really cool. And when we were there, my husband's like, let's shoot a video. And I was like, okay. He's like, the light looks so good. And it was really one shot. It did not get that many views. We posted it on our YouTube channel. It had like 300 views. But one of those views was Grace Kim, which is the casting director assistant. 
to Jamie Sparrow Roberts, the one who casted Frozen and Wreck-It Ralph and Raya and the Last Dragon. And they communicated with us asking us if I would like to audition for an undisclosed film for Disney. Oh, I was like, yes, I don't care. I'm a bug, whatever it is. I'll be a, I'll be a cloud. <laughs> I can be the best cloud ever. Think high, high thoughts. <laughs> That's that's fantastic. Um, so when you first saw the movie, was it at the premiere or did you get like a sneak peek before or did you have to like wait for like opening day like everybody else? No, we actually got to sneak peek it as a cast. And that was the first time we officially saw each other, even though it was through Zoom, just like we're doing right now. Right. Um, it was an incredible experience because these people that you have shared time with, yet you've never known them and you've never heard what they did because we never had heard what we did each other. Not really ever, not in a song, not in a film, nothing. When we actually watched it together and I understood the story because everything is very hush hush. You only see fragments of the mosaic that you're creating. I was falling by the time it got to Dos Oroquitas. It, I mean, it's for it's not for nothing that it has been nominated for an Oscar. The song Dos Oroquitas is the heart and soul of this film. It's when it bridges everything that's been going on in such a special way. And I cannot believe still that this is Limanuel Miranda's first Spanish written song. I was like, this guy, okay, this guy could do anything. If he wanted to fly tomorrow, he would do it. And he would be the best ever. Like right. birds would be looking at him going, I've been doing this for thousands of years, but like, wow, man, you know? So I thought my camera was off when we were previewing the film. Cause you know, we had the whole, oh my gosh, we meet each other. We're talking, it was exciting. And then they're like, let's, you know, we'll put all of our cameras on pause and we'll come back. I forgot to turn mine off and I was watching the film and I was ugly crying by that time. I was like, oh, I, I love you, grandma. I'm sorry. My mocos. I was like, I was dripping all kinds of fluids from my face. It was horrendous. And then I turned to the screen and everybody was there. And they were watching me crying the whole time. I was like, I'm so sorry. I can't stop. This is the best thing ever. I felt like a five-year-old. <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. I was lucky enough. I actually got to see opening night on a Disney cruise ship. Oh my god! Have have you been? I know you're a big family person, and a Disney cruise is the ultimate family vacation. Have you been able to go on one yet? No, I have not been able okay. to go because I always have a baby before I go. Okay, when the baby's two, and then there comes another baby. Okay, when that baby's two, and then it's been like twos and twos and twos. Right. We have I will seven tell you, kids. So I will tell you, I have a a, a one year old who, first off, loves Encanto. Oh. Like it is like like there is there has not been a day since November twenty fourth that we haven't listened to the soundtrack. I, and that oh is not an exaggeration. But you have to go on one. You have to go on one. Oh my goodness! Now I'm gonna have to do it now because you said like now I really want to know what's up. Like I see the commercials because you do, and like yes. when you're at the parks, they're telling you about it. But I was, I'm always kind of fearful. I'm like, I don't know if you can deal with my one-year-old. So let's just wait until they you, can be you like can. talking. <laughs> okay. You, okay. You can. You Absolutely. Absolutely. Did you do it with your baby? Do, do You yeah. went with your baby? Yes, absolutely. Yes. He's, he's already been like three times. Oh my gosh. A, yes. You can do it. You can do it. Absolutely. But and, you know, and then, but speaking of, of family. Okay. You know, I get it. I'm a middle-aged white guy. Every movie in Hollywood is out there for me. But what a what is it that this movie 
makes you feel inside knowing that the, the representation is finally there? It's not just the representation, but the accurate representation that melts in my heart. Because when I saw Felix, his dark skin, his hair, just like my grandpa's, like exactly like that dark chocolate color. But then when I saw Dolores, it's like my hair, like they, it, it like all those little details and even my ears, cause I got, I got like, look at my ears, check it out, check it out. They built them to scale y'all. Look, see, look at that, look at that. Dumbo got nothing, nothing on me. That's why the curly hair is there. So it could cover up my parabolicas. And every single character you see there, that is an actual Colombian family. That's what we look like. We don't just come in one shade. It's all shades, all colors. I have my own kids. Their friends don't quite believe that I'm their mom because I'm dark skinned and they're like light green eyes and they have freckles <laughs> and they're light skinned. And I'm like, I gave birth to this. I was there. I felt all the pain for all those hours. That is my child. So I've had to go on TikTok with my kids. So they're like, see me and like, yeah, that's that's this one, mine too, and that one too, because we do. And so the accurate representation and the way they so lovingly treated each character. And then the story doesn't just keep the Afro-Latino or the dark skinned characters in the kitchen or being the help, but we are principal cast members, one with the other. And this is an animated film that kids are being influenced by. And to these times, I mean, since Lin-Manuel Miranda has done In the Heights and Hamilton, the conversation has become a roaring applause from all our hearts, I feel, combined. Right. Because we feel like, that's my kid. Like, that's my cousin. That's my aunt. That's my grandpa. That's my mom. That's me. Everybody around the world feels represented. Even if you're not even Latino, you're just like, oh my gosh, that's, that's you. Oh my, that's like, you went on there. So I think that what they've done is given us a gift and it's really impacted the world in such a way that I feel will have so many ripple effects to have more productions that will be so much more yes. inclusive and seeing that there are so many talented individuals just waiting for that microphone. And, to, and for me, it's just, I'm so honored and humbled to be in this phase of life and that my own eight-year-old little girl, she was cast in this movie. She's one of the town kids. She didn't have to wait 20 years to get her day in the sun, you know? <laughs> so even that, I'm just like, right. and she's, she's like my mini me. She has the curly hair. She's a little lighter skin than me, but you know, I'm, I'm going, wow, there's finally a character that you go to the store and, and you can be like, this is your doll. Like, this is you, this is me. This is right. It's beautiful. Uh, so I have to ask besides your, besides your part, do you have a favorite part or a favorite line that just stands out to you? And we don't talk about Bruno. Oh my goodness. I would say, oh my goodness, there's so many of them. I love it when Camilo is saying seven foot frame rats along his back when he calls your name, it all turns to black because the way that Dolores is singing when she goes, good to live in fear, Bruno stuttering or stumbling. I could always hear him sort of muttering and mumbling. I associate him with the sound of falling sail. It's a heavy lift with the gift so humbling. Always left abuela and the family fumbling, grappling with prophecies they couldn't understand. Do you understand? She's telling her side of the story. She's right. like, I'm hearing this. And she's really saying, do you? Do you understand what I'm saying? But then right. Camilo speaks as if it was like our kids. You know, right. like, well, I remember him when I was five and he was like seven feet tall and, and, and there was rats everywhere, you know? So it's like that exaggerated perspective. And Dolores has more of a real perspective of what's going on. 
And then Beppa has an exaggerated emotional. He ruined my wedding day. And Felix is like, yeah, it was our wedding day. And she's like, and, and he did this and this. And, she, and she's like, oh, honey, I know, I know it happened, but it was still a beautiful day anyway. You know, right. so everybody's story. So every line, honestly, to me is just genius. But yeah, the seven foot frame and rats along his back, especially because once you see Bruno, you're like, he is not seven <laughs> feet. He's like shorter than his sisters. <laughs> right. Uh, have you have you been able to keep up to date with like the TikToks and Instagrams, like all the cosplays and the sing-alongs? It is intense, let me tell you. I didn't even know what was going on in TikTok until somebody um, from Instagram, one of my fans, was like, I love your content. Can I follow you on TikTok? And it's like, I don't have a TikTok. And I was like, I'm going to do it right now, like right now. And I had no subs, obviously, no followers. I was like, okay, you'll be my first follower. Yay! And now I have like six, almost 600,000 followers. And it's insane, the cosplaying, the way that people have gravitated towards We Don't Talk About Bruno. And they feel the characters, like they become them. And there's so many parts in We Don't Talk About Bruno that you might feel like Isabella. And that's right. you, you know, he told me that the man, um, you know what I mean? And maybe you are Dolores, who's like, he told me that the man, you know what I mean? It's like, maybe, we do, oh, no, I'm not going to have him. Oh, because it's the pretty girls. Ugh, sorry, I'll be over here crying and answering <laughs> your questions, you know? And then, so I feel that this incredible boom that has happened has been because of the cosplayers, has been because of the love of people feeling identified and drawn so wonderfully to these characters and yeah it's hard to keep up with like the twitter and the instagram and, and the tiktoks and i'm going live and like yesterday right. i was doing this live segment where i was cooking and talking about encanto and making arepas con queso y chorizo so it's it's overwhelming in a good way it's like a wave in the ocean that you're just like that was cold but i want another one just wait till you see it in person uh, i i know you're you're gonna start the the comic convention you know world uh, I will be there with you in Columbus and Knoxville for Fanboy Expo. So I am I am so excited. But but wait till you see all the cosplays. And I've in never person. been. I am so excited for you to be there with me because I am like I'm. So, the kids have always talked to me about, and we've watched it online, like little clips that they play, but never felt it. You know, like been there. I'm so excited. All right. So before uh, I, I want to do a thing. It's called yes. the Milo Beasley Show. Frequently asked questions. These are the same five questions I ask to all my guests. All right, there's no wrong answers, so we're gonna we're gonna do this a uh, little. I win. Little. Yes. <laughs> all right. Question number one: What was the first concert you ever attended? First concert. Let me think. That would have to be Disney on Ice. <laughs> But yes. that, it was like a concert for me because as a kid, Absolutely. I was like, oh my gosh, look at that. That's Ariel on ice. Yeah. That's, uh, that's, that's a great first concert. All right. Question number two. Do you believe in ghosts? I actually do. I feel sometimes that the thin line between our now and another reality is there. I, I sometimes feel maybe directed by my ancestors in certain things or like if there's a cabinet open i feel like don't put your head up and then all of a sudden it'd be like right here in my face and i'm like thank you grandma like i don't know so i kind of do i kind of do but not like in a creepy oh i'm going to attack you while you sleep oh you i'm right. going to hide all your left socks you know kind of wait no. <laughs> all right so this is a tricky one here so in a movie about your life we're going to switch things up who would play your parents 
Peppa and Felix because they're exactly <laughs> like my mom and dad. Yeah. Like I felt like, did somebody get my home videos? Because that's my mom, <laughs> that's my dad. Perfect. Now, see, now, now I I know what your family's like. Yes, it's loud. It's crazy. Wow. It's insane. And lots of Colombian food all the time. Milo, I'm you got to come over one day. Just yes. sit. My dad's going to cook for you and you'll not know what he put in it, but it's going to be delicious. Uh, absolutely. Question number four, who is your favorite person to follow on social media? Oh my goodness. Kristen Bell. She's hilarious. I love her. I'm like so fangirl of Kristen Bell. And she once left me a voicemail and I keep it. And I like, I listen to it and she's like, hi, it's us. And I'm like, I love you, Kristen. Yes. I would be her bestie ever. <laughs> I love Kristen Bell. <laughs> so this, this is funny. Cause this, this leads right to like my next question. I swear it's not, not planned that you said that, but I mean, you've, you've toured and and have collaborated with so many great guests daddy yankee pitbull a juvenile little john uh you've got to work with so many great people i mean you got to work with all the, the cast of Encanto. but what was your biggest fangirl well, moment <laughs> that was it i was, that was it like, ah! are you hearing this right now and i saved it i saved that voicemail are you kidding me I'm serious. I, I always say like, I want to be the dark skin Kristen Bell. Like I want us to do like a duet thing together, or maybe, I don't know, frozen character and Dolores come together and do something. You know what I'm saying? Like Anna and Dolores. Ooh, that would be so good. Yes. It's my biggest fangirl moment. The day I meet her in person, I'm going to be like, hello. Yes. But my legs are going to be shaking. Right. <laughs> <laughs> From here, it, it's just going to be all professional. Hey, how are you? I love your work. So wonderful. And under here, I was like, oh, no, 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 um, so uh, along those same lines, live action remakes are, are a big thing right now. So is there an animated movie that if they redid as a live action movie that you would want to be cast in? Encanto. I mean, hands down, I want to be cast in Encanto like Dolores. Absolutely. I think it would be so fun. So, 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 so fun. And to be reunited with the cast, if they decided they wanted to do it, but like do it for reals in person. Oh, that'd be such a joy. I, man, I, gosh, I want to see, I want to see that live action so bad. Um, so we don't, we only, we, we're running out of time here, but I do want to talk about one thing real quick. And that is not only are you going and, and doing interviews uh, about Encanto and promoting Encanto, you're out there making new music. <laughs> Always, always. Thank you. Oh my goodness, what a surprise. So <laughs> believe, yeah. this week was an incredible week because New Beso went number one on the Tejano Gold Charts because this is my album, my first album as Tejano Internacional. My husband, Gabriel Candiani, he's been a producer for Tejano Music for so many years. He's worked with the best of them, Elida Yavante, Juan P. Moreno, and uh, he worked with A.B. Quintanilla as well. So uh, we kind of fused our sounds. Him being from Monterrey and being a Tejano and me being Colombian and doing reggaeton, and we made this new fusion of international Tejano, and we're just enjoying it so much. So yeah, having we don't talk about Bruno, number one, on the Hot 100s and the 200s, and then having a number one on the Tejano charts. 
I am beside myself. I'm so glad. I'm so excited. Like my label CHR um, with us, we have like a dual label thing going on uh, with Sky Urbano. And now I also have another uh, whole album coming out with Warner Chapel Production Music. Fantastic. And that's going to be in English. So I have the oh. Latin one and then the English album as well coming out. Fantastic. Well, I'm so excited to be able to chat with you today. Thank you so much. And I look forward to, to seeing you in either Columbus or, or Knoxville soon. Yes. So uh, again, thank you so much for chatting with me. Everyone, thank, thank you for you. watching and we'll see you later. Thank you. And I'll be March of 14th and 15th. I will be in San Antonio for at Andy's Treasure Chest. So I'm so looking forward to meeting people in person and just like being like, I'm a real person. You're a real person. Let's do this. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs>